0: Building a community is not building an audience. It's building a group of people who are autonomous. So the definition of a good community that exists is if the people who organized it fell away, would the community continue in its own right? You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast. To increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits.
1: Hello, and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this e-commerce marketing focus podcast. If you're not familiar with our format, well, each month we focus on a different marketing method like email or SEO or Facebook ads. And each week I interview a different expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you. Well, this month we've been all about community and that continues today. We are chatting, or I am chatting, with the founder of a really powerful community that she's built to help e-commerce marketers and marketers in general support each other. And she's going to be talking about, to us not exactly about how she's built that community but about the lessons she's learned and about how you guys as working for brands should be going about building your own community there's a model there are tips we're talking objectives and time scales and likely results there's loads coming up in this episode for you make sure you listen right to the end of the episode, because at the end of the interview, she will also be sharing her quickfire fire insider tips, which are like a how to of getting going with community as well. Plus, I'll be sharing my take on it all and revealing what our next topic is going to be next month. So make sure you listen right to the end. It's finally live! Chloe's e-commerce club. Yes, my new free online club where the whole Keep Optimising audience and our experts can come together. The point of the club is to help you all improve your e-commerce businesses and to help you solve your marketing challenges, learn more tactics and much more. We are starting simple and focusing on that core aim of helping us all get through this challenging year in the best way possible. But we've got lots lined up for the coming months and I'm sure we'll add more things into the club based on your needs and feedback. It really is a club all about you and supporting your business. And yes, I will personally be there hanging out and helping you Monday to Friday. So how can you join me in the club? Well, Just go to keepopt.com forward slash club. It's totally free to join, so come and join me and hundreds of our listeners at keepopt.com forward slash club. In this episode, I'm chatting with community expert Lottie Unwin. Not only is Lottie the founder of The Copy Club, a community for marketers with over 1,000 paying members, but she also helps e-commerce brands to build community And is CMO at luxury fashion accessories brand Elizabeth Scarlett. Hello, Lottie. Hi, so good to be here. Awesome to have you here. Thank you so much for putting your hand up to be a guest for this community month we're doing. How did you end up becoming a specialist in community building?
0: Motivated by loneliness (laughs) is the short answer. I think like my deep extroversion meant that it was always in my bones. So, I get my energy from people in a big way. Um, I've always loved being part of big conversations. I need time on my own, but like really that's how I learn. And that was the context. I then started my career at Procter & Gamble where I like learnt my marketing stripes and sucked up the community that a big corporate can offer. So actually, if you're in a big business, one of the amazing things is that there's 50 other people who do your job for a different brand. And that was a wonderful experience. I then went to a startup. So I was head of marketing, head of marketing in massive inverted commas, like (laughs) like, grandiosely promoted, way above my age and status to head of marketing when I was 24 for Proper Corn, which is a popcorn brand now called Proper. And I was really, really lonely. I'd lost all of that support system. I had no one to talk to, to turn to. I was really struggling in my role. The only way I knew how to process that, which was kind of how I'd always processed the moments where I needed to learn, which was to reach out to people around me and to begin to ask questions. And that was the start of a journey that began with like an awful lot of coffees and kind of ended with a supper club where I sort of said, right, I've met 20 amazing people over the last three months. I reckon you guys might all really like each other. Let's go for dinner. And therein was the birth of the community, really.
1: So I'm massive introvert, the polar opposite, the yin to your yang, if you will, in the world of energy flows. But it does strike me that even if you're an extrovert, if you're going to do community well, you need to have a really good reason, a really good drive for doing it. You can't just go, oh, we ought to be doing community like we ought to be doing email and make it work. It it requires more oomph and more why and more energy than than the majority of marketing methods. Would you agree? Big time. So a
0: community is a group of people who talk to each other in its essence. And that starts as a number of individual conversations between initially whoever's got that oomph who's at the heart of that community and prospective members in order to then facilitate connections between those prospective members. So Someone at the heart of that needs to be putting a whole lot of energy in to, like, fire the connections that will happen around them. And I think my extroversion made that an easy place to be. I think critically, I found every single one of those conversations absolutely fascinating. And so I think your oomph, there's kind of two bits to your oomph. You've got to have the energy to be able to be that catalyst, and I think you've got to really care about the conversations you're having, yes, yeah, so you kind of you've got to be ready to to do
1: the work as it were, to be the catalyst, but you've also got to care about the subject, which I think a lot of people working at brands and marketers at brands they really care, but they're not used to talking about it maybe is the is the challenge it's like we care about the product, the product's kind of like a given, what we do is a given, so why would we talk about it? Type thing. I mean, just think about why it is that, that brands are frequently being awfully judgmental here, not that great building
0: community. Okay. So that's a big question. And I think there's a few things going on there. If you take why are brands bad at building community in the early stage, because I think there's two different skill sets. If you take the early stage, you really need someone who can bring that oomph, as you really well put it. And that requires a deep, authentic passion for the topic. Part of what Copy Club does is we have a recruitment team, which we call matchmaking, and we we match marketing people with brands. And half of the time we get asked to find someone who is a really good brain for that particular problem. And other times we get asked to find someone who is really passionate about what that problem is. And only that second type could have a go at being an early stage community builder. it's basic right like if you're running if you're building an ultra marathon community and you hate running it's not going to work you might be the best growth marketeer, you might be an absolutely brilliant strategic brain but if you can't sit in the pub and have really meaningful conversations with 10 other people who love ultra running there's no community so that i think is one thing that goes wrong i think the other thing is the commercial context in which community building is briefed which is like the whole problem so Building a community is not building an audience. It's building a group of people who are autonomous. So the definition of a good like a community that exists is if the people that organized it fell away, would the community continue in its own right? So that's not you talking to your Instagram followers. That's your Instagram followers going and meeting up and hanging out to have their own experiences about your brand when you're not present. That's terrifying for a business, number one. No one really wants, like, people are like, I want the community, but do you really (laughs) want that lack of control? So that's where the commercial context falls down. The other thing is that it's inherently slow because it is about one conversation that leads to three conversations that leads to 10 conversations. So there is a snowball effect, but this is not like a quarterly KPI. This is like a three, five-year plan. I started Coffee Club eight years ago. Wow, really? Yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been doing this seriously for a lot less time. But this stuff is slow to do it right and to do it with roots that really stick and build real confidence with your members. I think you have to go slow. So I think when the commercial context within a business is, this is going to be something you're going to lose control over and it's going to take five years. (laughs) like. Then does that begin to make sense? Why it falls apart?
1: Yeah, and there's absolutely no way, basically, of measuring the financial impact on it from a brand. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely not. Yes, yeah, impossible. Of course. So I think under that setting, the brief begins as build a community and ends as grow your following by a thousand people by the end of March.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like the heart and the soul of the marketing method gets lost in the process of trying to write a strategy that can get signed off by the boss.
0: Just becomes a completely different beast. Yeah,
1: and I I think when you started on that answer, I was thinking it's, it's exactly that thing, which we're all guilty of as marketers, of going, ooh, we should be doing X. Not going, how do we achieve Y and what are the solutions to it? Or we go, we should do Facebook ads, we should do email, we should do SMS, we should do community, not going, Right, there's an opportunity here for us to change the way the world thinks about this and to help people and to do that and the other and it will create a greater brand and in the long term, we trust that it will create an impact for our brand, not let's just do a Facebook group. (laughs) <laughs> you know, or whatever it might be. Um, audience, you cannot see quite how seriously nodding Lottie is right now. Serious face, big nods going on, if you can visualise that. But it, it's that, isn't it? It's, it's like one of these buzzwords. It's like, oh, we must do that. We must tick that box. But it's
0: like you just said, It's not. this is not a short-term thing. No. The end of that is, therefore, Lottie thinks no brown should build community, <laughs> which is not where I get to. Of course, I believe that community is like... Essential to making the world a bit of a better place. I I fundamentally believe that one of the problems with society is that we've lost the church and we've lost community in our local neighbourhoods, and that's making us really unhappy. So, on a personal level, I run a marketing community because I care about community. I care about marketing second. And I'm not saving the world, but I'm making our members' lives one fraction better every day, and that's worth it. So, yes, I think communities are a good thing for us all. I think they're an incredibly powerful tool for brands when they're used right and when they're really seen as a long-term growth lever. That, I think, ladders up to a bigger problem, which is that so rarely are we in situations where we can actually map out long-term growth levers.
1: Yeah, I think it. it, it there's such a short-term naturally because we have to pay the rent so that you know there's there has to be some level of short term in brands visions but there's i think there's always things you have to think of for the longer term like seo like social media organic social i guess like product development to some extent is not not necessarily a short term thing but there are whilst we're saying you know like a five eight year time span on making a community work it is or make a community deliver rather because i'm sure it's going to work in the meantime anyway but there are kind of interim goals we can put in to test different ideas because i'm guessing i'm guessing no community has the same structure and things on day one as it does in day eight so there's a lot of things to learn as we go along the process isn't there so there aren't interim
0: targets we can give ourselves for sure like those very early conversations with prospective community managers are an invaluable source of insight there's a model it's called the Spaces model of community building, which is quite interesting. If anyone Googles it, it it's, super, it's basically just an acronym that I thought might be worth bringing up that talks through what a community can do. So S is support, so it can organize members to answer questions. So you could have a community that allows other members to help each other. And like Apple is a really good example of this. Like They use their forums to basically get customers to give each other support and therefore take traffic away from their genius bar. Great. That could happen on quite a small scale you could use it for p which is product so to build product insight a acquisition so more of a referral metric contribution so getting them to create content pure sport i've just done an incredible job of this with a whatsapp group where they're inviting all of their customers to come and be content creators and they're in this whatsapp group sharing content they've made and the um like social media managers in there just being like okay hey guys let's have more You know, running stuff in the sun, like make sure you get your sweat glistening, like all of these tips that are getting them chatting about how to make content. So genuinely creating an army of content creators, engagement, which is about improving loyalty and retention, or success, which is about getting customers to use the products better. So like a B2B context might really benefit from a success community that would help people get maximum value out of the services. So why I raise that is to say that what you said earlier, which is brands are like, I'm gonna build a community because I need a community, is absolutely not good enough. It should be, hey, I really want to optimize my acquisition, and I've thought about how I'm going to do this, and I've really understood that word of mouth is particularly important for my brand because of something in the way that my product operates, and therefore I've reviewed all of my options, and I've decided that community building is going to be my acquisition strategy, and here's how I'm going to build a community that's going to be inherently designed to Incentivize more acquisition. I just think we're so lazy with our language, which is exactly what you said earlier. And we're like, oh, I'm just going to make a community. So like when people are like, I'm just going to do brand building. What are you talking about?
1: It's it's like going back to my, we'll just do email. No, but hold on. Are you doing newsletters? Are you doing welcome sequences? Are you doing browse abandon? Are you doing a VIP program? But we lack, I'm so glad you brought that model up because actually it goes, oh, hold on a minute, I get it. So, so A, I'm allowed to build a community that focuses on um, contribution and creating UGC. I don't have to do all the rest of it. I can just do that. Oh, that's so cool, brilliant, okay. So I can work on that strategy and then I can take the feedback and everything I learned to then add in referrals or to then add in product feedback. And I think... Marketing, as you well know, is a world of models, but the right model can really, really help clarify your thinking around this and clarify the strategy around it.
0: I would add that there is a model and an objective that is really important. There is also a reality that has to match that model, which is that a community exists because your members want it, not because you've written it on a strategy deck. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you know, you may say you are going to make a community because you want to create this great thing that's going to give us loads of product insight. And I can use Elizabeth Scarlett as a live example here. So we have talked a lot about whether Elizabeth Scarlett should have a community. We don't have a community, and I don't think we will for a long time because we can't resource it, is the main thing. The second thing is that we're not sure our members, our customers want it. They're not demonstrating Early community building behavior—they're not chatting to each other in Facebook comments. They're not getting together to have Elizabeth Scarlett launch parties. So if they're not self-organizing or showing the first seeds of interest in self-organizing, or biting our hand off at like the first early indications—you know—if we post an Instagram story or we're like, "What do you think?" we get engagement, but we don't get this like feeling of a tirade. So I'm not sure that it's what they want. And so I just think it's all well and good having a strategy. But I think you really need to match that with insight that this is needed. And it's that insight that you then, like, get between your teeth and follow. And that, that process is why I am so passionate about community building as a marketing art. Because you basically become like a shepherd. Like, your role isn't – you're not leading anyone, you're like rounding the sheep up from the back, trying to like just about keep them all together, and trying to be like a really empathetic, careful custodian of your flock. So you listen really deeply, you do everything your community wants, you get up motivated by what do my community need. You do not get up motivated by what does my business model need and what does my brand need.
1: I like I like that sheep analogy. The one that came to mind as you were as you were talking about it all was there's no point in fanning the flames if there aren't any flames there to fan. You know, so there's there's got to be something from your community going, oh, I think they might want to give us more product feedback. They might, you know, they are already starting to refer. So let's make it easier for them. Let's encourage them to do, to do more. So there has to be some kind of flickering flame that we can turn into a big old bonfire.
0: Otherwise, there's no point. And if there isn't, You run a series of little experiments that help investigate whether there could be like little flames. And then when you spot little flames, you decide to double down on them. Fire is another really good analogy. You are setting fire to something and you do not know what's going to happen. And that comes back to my point on brands start something and try and control it so quickly that it, because it doesn't match the strategy deck, Or like resource gets pulled or it feels scary or whatever the reason is. And and therefore it can't become what it can be. And because Copy Club didn't start as a business, it started as a genuine passion project. I have been able to be absolutely single-minded that my role is to be a support system. Like I'm like kind of like servant leadership models. Like I am there to serve my community. That's my only job. I'm not there to make my community what I want it to be. That makes so much sense. It's that you have to be willing
1: to let it go. You have to be willing to let it change and to facilitate it in order to help it grow more easily or help to help it deliver what it wants to do. If you, if you know like if you discover that Janice was talking about this in an easy, in an earlier episode this month about how the, their community wanted to start meeting up and organizing group gatherings, so they as the company, created some templates for invites and some templates for checklists for making sure it was a good event to be helpful, not to go, okay, if you want to run an event, you have to call up our secretary and book it in and make sure X, Y, and Z can come along and book, and add all this rigmarole around it. But they just went, what are you guys finding difficult about doing this? Brilliant, here's the stuff to make it easy. It's something we're not very good at, I think, as marketers is letting things
0: just evolve. Yeah. The community best practice is that if someone asks to help and you say no, that's like the cardinal sin. So anytime someone wants to give a bit more, your role is to like roll out the red carpet in front of them and let them go as far with it as they want to. And that's exactly, you know, that's such a brilliant example. That's how you respond. If someone says, I'd like to set up an event, you go incredible. Here's all the tools you need to make this as easy as possible. You don't say which is like one of the things that we're really struggling with at the moment because sometimes you get way more enthusiasm than you have bandwidth for you don't say okay interesting i'll get back to you in q3 when it's on the roadmap because <laughs> that's just like you've just absolutely railroaded their enthusiasm yeah, you've taken your
1: your most engaged person in the community and just gone go away yeah you
0: just like throwing cold water on those flames
1: So, Lassie, you've given us a huge amount to think about there. Is there anything we haven't mentioned that we should before we wind
0: our way into the insider tips questions? I just want to sort of clarify that, one, it's absolutely fine to not have a brand community. I think it's ridiculous that we're in a world where we need to say that. But I think there's so much anxiety around it being this, like, must-have thing. And that if it's not a buzzword in your strategy deck, you've overlooked it, that we get in this world of really terrible, thwarted attempts. So it's absolutely fine to say my five-year brand plan has no community building in it. I'm going to build an audience. I'm going to project my brand message to my audience, but I don't want that to be a community dynamic because we can't resource it. We're not aligned with the objectives. We don't think that there's real insight. We think it's more of a transactional relationship for our customers. Fine. That is a very respectful position to take. The second thing is that if you do decide to build a community, it is a wonderful experience that is deeply human and requires you to unlearn everything you've learned about how to scale and go right back to like Y combinator, do things that don't scale. You know, your KPI is the number of half pints had with prospective members. That's that's early stage community building. And yeah, I think when when people really get that rope and that's what they are set up to do, it's a brilliant role and you can have so much fun and such like kind of magical experiences through that process. Um, but know what you're in for.
1: Love it. Thank you so much, Lottie. I think you have helped all of us much better understand, A, should we be running a community and B, what we're letting ourselves in for if we actually want to do it properly. And why wouldn't we want to do it properly? Um, Okay, it's been great chatting about all of this, but listeners, make sure you stay tuned right to the end of the episode so you don't miss out on Lottie's insider tips and my suggestions for more free resources to help you do all this even better. It's finally live, Chloe's e-commerce club. Yes, my new free online club where the whole Keep Optimising audience and our experts can come together. The point of the club is to help you all improve your e-commerce businesses and to help you solve your marketing challenges, learn more tactics and much more. We are starting simple and focusing on that core aim of helping us all get through this challenging year in the best way possible. But we've got lots lined up for the coming months and I'm sure we'll add more things into the club based on your needs and feedback. It really is a club all about you and supporting your business. And yes, I will personally be there hanging out and helping you Monday to Friday. So how can you join me in the club? Well, Just go to keepopt.com forward slash club. It's totally free to join. So come and join me and hundreds of our listeners at keepopt.com forward slash club. Okay, Lottie, so far we've gone deep into community. Now you get to ask your insider knowledge about the whole of community. So for the following questions, your answer could be anything to do with community at all, which of course includes all the different things we've been talking about already. So Lottie, are you ready for these? I am. Okay, let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance
0: of success? All they need to know is in the words and ideas of their first members. So my advice is to listen really actively. So to have those conversations, I talked earlier about going for beers, going for coffees, to have those conversations and to hear what someone is actually telling you, not what you want them to say. And that's such an important distinction because the role you're stepping into is to serve them, not to build your business case. So. Yeah, that's my top tip. Just listen with your ears really wide open. And it's,
1: it's a tricky thing to do, isn't it? I remember way back in the day, I got, got trained in some of this by Barclays um, for my sins. I used to work for Barclays. Anyway, uh, we got trained in it and it you've got to not go, oh, but the reason that happened is, but, but actually what happened is, but actually the solution to that, you just got to go, interesting, thank you. And, and why and how and just keep asking. so, so difficult to do. And never ask a leading question. So tough.
0: So simple, but so hard to do, especially when you're excited. Yes.
1: Yeah, so hard to do.
0: It's a great idea, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Don't do that. Um, Okay. Once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve
0: performance? Mine is asking for help. So I think we have a bit of a problem in our society where asking for help is seen as a sign of weakness. And I think that's total nonsense. And it's taught somewhere in our childhoods that if you put your hand up and say you have a question, it's admitting that you're not on top of stuff. If you flip that mindset and you see asking for help as a sign of real strength, because you've got as far as identifying what you don't know, which is a huge step forward. So you're not the one at the back just thinking, like, oh, I haven't got a clue. You've worked out what it is that you don't know and you have the assurance in yourself to say, I'm, I need support. One of our key cultural values at CopyHub, we actually haven't talked a lot about the role of culture setting within community in this, but it's really important as, as you go through it. And one of our key cultural values is that asking for help is a sign of strength. And so I think that's how you optimize performance in life on the whole, but I think in a community building setting, you have this dream set up where your customers are your members and they're on your WhatsApp and they want to be your friend because you share this great thing in common. So ask them for help and then ask other people who've done this community building dance before.
1: I love that one. And so relevant across everything, like you say. Actually ask. If someone listening wants to learn more, is there one cheap or
0: free resource you would recommend? This is such a great question because I can just like wander in with my product pitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like enter stage left, a thing I built called Coffee Club, which I think is like genuinely the answer to this. So I don't even have to stitch it. (laughs) It's great. Um, Coffee Club is a community for anyone in marketing and um, so whether that's an exec in their grad job or a founder moonlighting as a marketer who wants to understand what's going on we're 20 pounds a month which is a contribution that helps us keep the lights on community building for all the reasons I've covered in this podcast is not the best business model in isolation i would not recommend anyone does it as a way to get rich there's a fee because we need to pay for the community managers that run it it's cheap because it's 20 pounds a month and for that you get in my view an incredible amount of value and the chance to see community building up close and personal.
1: And is it a UK only
0: club, Lottie, or is it international? No, Copy Club is international. Copy Club was UK only pre-COVID because we only did in real life events and I was based in London. And then this wonderful thing happened for community building, which was terrible for the world in every other way. Like the only people that benefited from COVID were community builders and PPE manufacturers, genuinely awful awful thing but did something really profound for community and what happened for us then is we had to take everything that was in real life and put it online a webinar had been this like post-it on our plans for months and months and months moved to the thing we had to do tomorrow and yeah it's like now truly global so anyone's welcome to get involved most of the brands based there are uk based but the conversations they're having are absolutely not regionally specific It's a combination of functional stuff, so I need a videographer tomorrow, or does anyone know what the right email software is for this thing, and emotional stuff like I've got to do a marketing strategy by Wednesday and I have no idea what the template should be. Please, can someone talk to me for 20 minutes at 8am tomorrow? And totally international. So everybody, where was the what was the URL for that again, Lottie? www.thecopyclub.co.uk
1: Brilliant. And yes, a, a totally obvious resource to be mentioned in answer to this question. Uh, the last question then is, finally, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months we should be getting ready for? So I kind of struggled with this
0: question. Because I think community building is sort of as old as time. So on the one hand, I don't think very much. I think people are still going to be connecting in the same like, fundamental ways. That said, there is some shifts in tech that feel quite exciting. So WhatsApp has finally unlocked a few features that begin to make community building a possibility. So for a long time, you could only have 258 people in the group. That meant that it was just not a community-building platform. They now have WhatsApp community. There are some other bits and pieces and some more stuff coming that just makes it a bit more viable. So that's one thing that's positive. And I think, like, not to use the AI word, but I think the, the role that AI could play in this space is a big question mark for me. If AI could work out how to better integrate the spaces in which communities are built, like if AI could get into the WhatsApp API, imagine. So I think there's some interesting stuff to happen there.
1: You may have been challenged by that question, but you came up with some brilliant pieces in there, Lottie. So thank you for putting the effort into that one. Uh, We are very nearly at the end of the show. Could you please let the listeners know where they can find you
0: and your business, please? Absolutely. So I've just realised that when this podcast comes out, we're going to have (gasps) rebranded, which is very exciting. So I'm going to say, because this won't be live until after the rebrand. Cool. So... We will actually not be copy by the time this is in the world. Um, we will be a week into a week or two into our new brand name. There will be a redirect, so <laughs> no stress. <laughs> Don't worry guys, I've got that covered. But I remain a diehard LinkedIn fan and that's the best way to track me down. I'm a super user of the LinkedIn voice note. So always here for a LinkedIn voice note, a little known feature that makes community building happen quick. Um, so find me on LinkedIn, Lottie and very simple find us on our old url and then you can get the surprise which is www.thecoffeeclub.co.uk oh
1: i love it load of intrigue there everybody if, if that doesn't cause everyone listening to go to find out what you've rebranded yeah, to that doesn't spike
0: traffic then i've got nothing left <laughs> be like what well, but what she called it what she called it i love yeah, that what has she done and if you hate it, lie to me, please.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, everyone listening is a marketer, so They're all going, has she chosen a good brand yeah. name
0: or a bad brand name? I know. It's like when people have a baby and they're like, what are you going to call it? And everyone's like, I can't. I can't tell you. I now totally get it. <laughs> I can't talk about my baby's name out loud until it's like, because like everyone loves the baby when it's got the name. So that's my strategy.
1: I love I'm loving the intrigue there. Um, Lottie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been lovely chatting with you and um, you shared so much to get the audience thinking um, and to help them. So thank you so much for being here. Absolute pleasure. So a whole host of great advice around basically should you or shouldn't you be building a community and if you are going to do it what you can expect and how you can make it work really enjoyed that chat with Lottie you can tell she really knows community inside and out and as she said you don't have to have a community if you've looked at it and you've worked out that this this is not the right thing for you to be doing for your business to be doing then don't do it you don't have to do it there's no rules that you have to do it but if you are going to do it do it properly take on the advice of all our guests this month and uh, work out the best way to do it for your audience and um, for your business you get the links to all those things we talked about the full transcript of the episode important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com And you can also use our special director episode short link by putting even keepopt.com forward slash episode number into the URL bar to go straight to the correct episode page. When you get to the website, please also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of those many other things I share to help you improve your business. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimising podcast. Our whole set of episodes about community is now live, so please do go and have a listen to them all. You can either scroll up your podcast feed or use the short link keepopt.com forward slash community to find all of them. Our next masterclass topic is digital advertising. I know, we've just done a whole month on Facebook ads, but digital advertising in e-commerce is now so much more than just Google or Facebook. And that's what we're gonna be exploring throughout August. Just where should your advertising budget be going? Plus, there's going to be a little update on what iOS 17 and the continuing changing face of privacy means for your advertising activity. So make sure you tune in next Wednesday to catch that series and make sure you're subscribed to us or following us on your favourite podcast player so you don't miss out on any of it. And if you know someone who's particularly interested in community marketing or on improving their advertising results, then please do let them know we're covering all of this for you because this show exists to help you and them improve your marketing. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing.
0: Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.
1: Hello, Chloe here. I just wanted to tell you something super exciting before we get into this episode. Chloe's e-commerce club is finally live. Yes, my new free online club where the whole Keep Optimising audience can come together to improve your e-commerce marketing is live. So how can you join me in the club? Well, just go to keepop.com forward slash club. It's totally free to join. So go on, hit pause, And come and join me and hundreds of our listeners at keepopt.com forward slash club. And then don't forget to hit play and listen to the rest of the episode. See you in the club.